Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of TRP Recovery. It's your host, Nikkel, and today we're going to be talking about a very, very sensitive subject. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and this is an issue that touches way too many people, and it's often something that is masked, masked and hidden. Um, due to the immense amount of shame that a victim might feel once they experience this. This is definitely something that hits close to home. And so I definitely want to make sure that enough women, especially young women in particular, understand the warning signs and understand the tools and to be aware of the tools and resources that are available to them if they were to end up in a situation like this or if they are experiencing this currently. So definitely gonna need some tea for this one. So sit back and let's get to it. So before we begin, um, I just wanna make it known that all of the information that you'll be hearing today comes from the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Now, although this is not a sponsored podcast episode, um, I really thought it was important to leverage all of the free resources that this organization uses in order to provide you guys with the best information possible. So if after this episode you're really interested and would like to know more about all of these different tools and information, you can call um, the hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. Again, that's 1-800-799-SAFE, or you can visit their web, their website at www.thehotline.org, and they do have live chat services. So definitely feel free to go on and visit their website to see how you can leverage any of these resources to help you in whatever situation you might be in. I think one of the most difficult um, aspects within um, the issue of domestic violence is actually identifying certain practices and patterns or behaviors as abuse. Sometimes, um, especially if you've come from backgrounds where um, toxic relationship dynamics were very prevalent and seemed um, very normal to you growing up, oftentimes the red flags or that gut feeling or that intuition that you might feel um, may either not be there or if it is, it might be brushed off as you perhaps feeling like you're overthinking things or that it can never happen to you. And sadly, it's a lot more common than we think. So according to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, Nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. And that same organization stated that one in three women have experienced some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. It's very scary. Relationships are perhaps one of the best parts of the human experience. But what happens when that experience takes a turn for the worst. Oftentimes, victims feel that it was their fault, 
that they in somehow, some way, shape, or form caused another individual to harm them. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. That's why I think it's super important for women, as I mentioned before, especially young women, to understand what the warning signs of an abusive relationship might look like. So that way, you have the knowledge and the tools to know how to proceed moving forward. Oftentimes, we don't know any better, so we don't do better. And often doing better means just loving yourself enough to walk away early enough where you don't have any scars left behind. So today we're just going to be going over some common signs of abusive behavior. And um, if any of this triggers you at any point, please stop. You can pause it. You don't even have to revisit this. If it's too much, I, I really do encourage you to take some time to recollect yourself and your thoughts or to reach out to a trusted friend or mental health professional. If there's anything I don't want to do is to cause any more harm. So please, if this is too triggering for you at the time, definitely don't hesitate to stop this and revisit when and only when you feel comfortable and safe enough to do so. So as I mentioned before, the information you'll be hearing is from the hotline.org. And they state that one to two of these behaviors in a relationship could be considered a red flag um, that abuse may be present. So if you have more than two, more than likely, there is a very, very toxic um, dynamic occurring in that relationship. One of the first ones is telling you that you never do anything right. If you have a partner who is consistently demeaning you and telling you that there's absolutely nothing that you could do that could be right or that could satisfy them or that can make them happy, that is a warning sign that something is very toxic about this individual. They show extreme jealousy of your friends time spent away from them. If you've ever had a partner who made you feel guilty for spending time with friends outside of them, that's something that needs to be addressed immediately. Because this is often a, a way to try to coerce you into isolation. And once you are isolated, you will only depend on that individual for safety, for, um, for money, for attention, for all of your needs that oftentimes cannot be met by just your partner. You need your friends, you need your community to thrive as an individual. Not everything revolves around your relationship and it shouldn't, at least not in a healthy relationship. There has to be a balance. So if this person is showing you, especially early in the dating scene, that they are extremely jealous of you spending time with friends, especially that of the opposite sex, um, I would definitely, definitely recommend um, having a conversation about why they feel this way. And if you guys cannot come to an agreement and it continues, 
please do yourself a favor and reconsider that relationship. Three, preventing or discouraging you from spending time with friends, family, members, or peers. We just discussed that. Insulting, demeaning, or shaming you, especially in front of other people. I have definitely um, witnessed this in um, my family, and I've seen situations where um, women have been subjected to taunts, to insults in front of people outside of our family circle or outside of the conversation that was occurring between the two people. And that's very, not only is it toxic, but it's also very traumatizing because that is meant to embarrass you and meant to shame you. And that over time will lower your self-esteem and make you more reliant on appeasing them in order to get some type of approval. And this is such a, a tragic thing for anyone to have to deal with for a long period of time. So if this has happened to you, please take some time to reconsider. Preventing you from making your own decisions, including about working or attending school. So if this person perhaps has come from a codependent background or um, they just feel entitled to having a say in what... um, your life should look like, that is definitely something that has to be addressed up front. Obviously, in relationships, your work or your academic um, pursuits may have an effect on a relationship. Um, If you have to, you know, move somewhere, um, are you guys going to be long distance or is one individual going to have to move and will the other decide to join? This is completely normal. Um, and that's an opportunity for you guys to discuss what the options are as a unit. But if that toxic or abusive individual feels that it is up to them in terms of how you should proceed and that you have no say in how your life should go, run. I, I cannot stress this enough because, again, this is a means of trying to isolate you and to try to control you until you surrender your individuality and your right to make your own unique de- your, sorry your own unique decisions um, and it's it's really it's really something <laughs> I, I can't stress this enough so if you find that your partner is very controlling in that sense either run or as I like to say I encourage you to really reconsider. Next one is controlling finances in the household without discussion, including taking your money or refusing to provide money for necessary expenses. So again, this is a means of control and to make you completely reliant on the individual and to not have any sort of um, autonomy for yourself. If you are a working person, you have every right to your finances. You have every right to be able to make decisions about your finances. If you are a couple, 
obviously there are certain conversations you have to have together, especially if you have um, goals that you both are trying to work towards as a couple, 100%, that kind of conversation must happen. But it's another thing when the individual is trying to just completely take over and feels entitled to your finances and without um, also putting their fair share um, in terms of the expenses that you guys might have. So again, something to really consider if this is something that's happening to you within your relationship. Pressuring you to have sex or perform sexual acts you're not comfortable with. Sex is something that is very personal um, and couples really need to take the time to discuss their likes and dislikes, their comforts and discomforts, um, because it's one of the most vulnerable loving acts that you could ever um, do. And the, the toxic thing about abusive relationships is that you are made to feel less than or guilty or ashamed that you refuse to do something that they like. It's a give and take. So once again, um, I definitely would consider um, talking to a licensed professional about this in particular because there are some things whereas um, couples just don't agree with. And so perhaps sex therapy might be something you guys would need to consider. Again, this is if you are in a healthy relationship where there is actual dialogue and consideration for the others, for the other person's feelings. If this is not the case, again, something that you really need to contend with and reconsider. Pressuring you to use drugs or alcohol. If this is happening to you and you you repeatedly tell the individual that, Um, drugs or alcohol is not something that you like or are comfortable with and they continually try to make you um, do it please please run there is nothing wrong if you as an individual um, um, are would like to try something I don't condone it whatsoever but this is my own personal belief my main point is that there has to be autonomy if you want to have a drink please that's all up to you as an individual and as an adult you are aware of the consequences for whatever decision you might take but please don't feel like you are obligated to do anything to make anyone happy or to stay with you because at the end of the day you might end up with um, a situation that you're going to have to deal with that you will be affected by. Um, So another warning sign is intimidation through threatening looks or actions. So this could look like um, if you're in an argument and they begin to yell or throw items um, or punch a wall and you're right next to it or look at you in a threatening manner, this is all um, an a means of trying to condition you to act in the way that they want to get you to back down and to only respond to um, to respond to them in a way that satisfies their needs. This is oftentimes the precursor to physical abuse. 
So it's super important that if this is something that is happening to you, that you take the opportunity to really um, reach out to a trusted friend, a mental health professional, or even to any of the resources that we've mentioned here thus far, especially the hotline.org. Um, they are available 24 seven and everything that you tell them is confidential and they'll be able to help you find um, those, the help and the resources um, in whatever area you might be in in the United States. So that's really all I had for today. I know it was a lot of information and it might even be a little bit overwhelming and that is completely okay. Um, once again, I definitely encourage you guys to go to www.thehotline.org for more information. Um, once again, um, I really appreciate all of the support that I get um, from you guys in doing this. Um, I think it's so important for us to spread the message about mental health, domestic violence, and so many other issues that are plaguing so many individuals and the only reason why it is it's because they think that they are alone or that they are the only ones experiencing it and so while this may be scary to do sometimes it's rewarding to know that it may help one two three ten people hopefully <laughs> but um I, i'm really thankful to be able to do this um definitely tune in next week um, I'm going to continue the conversation and we're going to be talking about the different types of abuse because there is more abuse than just physical. Um, and we're also going to be talking about the reasons why people stay. Oftentimes, um, folks on the outside looking in can't understand why someone would ever tolerate or stay in an abusive relationship and it's oftentimes because they don't understand the psychological component to it and once again I'm not a licensed therapist but um, I do think that I can provide some high level um, information about why um, that might be and what I love to do is also provide all of the resources that I use. So that way in your own free time, you could definitely go back and look at it yourself and take away from it what you need. So thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of TRP Recovery. Remember, you are loved, you are blessed, you are worthy, you are enough. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.